what should a two-year-old be learning? This is one of the common questions that I get. And if you're the parent of a two-year-old, you may be asking this also. I know there are so many parents of kids who are two who are really stressed about what their kids should be learning. They get a lot of pressure, maybe from what they see on the internet or from people around them that, oh, you should be teaching your two-year-old to read already. Your two-year-old should be memorizing the alphabet numbers and shapes and colors. So let's take a look at the developmental milestones for kids who are two years old. Are there days you feel you've had it with the sleepless nights, the temper tantrums, the constant fatigue of trying to keep up with an active baby? Does it feel like you're always working so hard as a parent, trying to do everything for your kids and family, and yet it never feels enough? We get it. You love your child more than anything, and yet parenting is also exhausting and challenging, especially when you're bombarded with criticism and pressure to be the perfect parent, which, spoiler alert, does not exist. That's why we created Discerning Parenting, the podcast that helps you cut through the noise and focus on what truly matters in your parenting journey. This podcast is jam-packed with valuable insights and practical tips specifically tailored for parents of kids age 5 and below. So join us and discover how you can use the combined power of science, knowing your child, and your own intuition in making the best parenting decisions for you and your family. When we think of what a two-year-old should know, I often hear parents worry about whether or not their kids have memorized the alphabet or whether they can count up to 20. And if this is stressing you out, I have good news for you. Academic skills like letters and numbers are not a priority for this age. Instead, what do we expect two-year-old kids to be able to do? When it comes to movement and physical development, a two-year-old should be able to run well and kick a ball. And they should be able to walk up a few stairs with or without help. So they may hold on to you, they may hold on to a rail, but they already have to be walking up the stairs, not simply crawling or climbing over them. And they have to be able to eat with a spoon. Now, a lot of times when we focus on academic skills too early, kids can miss out on these important movement and physical development milestones because at this age, they need to be running, exploring. They need to be kicking a ball. They need to be getting outdoor play. And if we make them sit at a desk and write and do worksheets or do flashcards, we may take time away from these movement activities that are extremely important for good brain development at this age. And in fact, Developing these skills by allowing them to move, by allowing them to explore, actually helps their brains develop in a way that will help them later on. Because if these parts of the brain for movement, for balance, for coordination, if they didn't develop well at this age, later on, even things like school and academics and reading are going to be affected. Let's just give an example of developing core muscle skills. When they're moving, when they're kicking, when they're running, they're developing skills in their large muscle groups, including their core muscles. And what do we need our core muscles for? We need our core muscles 
for sitting. So what happens? If they didn't get well-developed, kids are going to have a hard time with the simple skill of sitting. It's going to take a lot of effort from their brains. And when they go to school, they're going to need to be sitting. And if these muscles are not well-developed, their brains are going to have difficulty with this, that they may not have enough brain resources left over for paying attention and doing the academic skills. So I know a lot of us are worried about academic skills like reading and writing and numbers. But before we go on to that, let's go first to the foundation, to making sure that our toddler's brains are developed in an optimal way. And next would be the language and communication milestones. A lot of people think that two-year-old language is about getting them to name flashcards. But really, at this age, our priority is interactive communication and interactive conversation. So at this age, a two-year-old should be able to point to things in a book when you ask something like, oh, where is the bear? Or point to the car. So they can point to something in a book. And then, this is very important, a two-year-old should be able to say at least two words together, like more milk or mommy juice. So these are phrases. If your child does not do this yet, it may be wise to get an evaluation about this. And then they should be able to point to at least two body parts when you ask them to. For example, if you tell them, oh, point to your eyes or point to your ears. Point to your hair, point to your head. They should be able to point to these things already. And they should be using more gestures than just waving and pointing. For example, they'll already be blowing a kiss or they'll be nodding yes. We'll see that they're able to use together their words and also their gestures and they're able to use pointing and they're able to use all of these things to communicate with the people around them in meaningful ways. And that is what we want to build at this age. It's interactive communication, not word drills, not flashcard drills, not reciting the alphabet, but this meaningful interactive communication. And often we take for granted the social and emotional milestones, but this is extremely important. An important milestone at this age is Noticing when others are hurt or upset, like when somebody is crying, you'll see that they will pause or they will look sad, or sometimes they may even look at you and they may have a questioning look on their face as if they're asking why that person is crying. And another very important milestone is this. When they're in new situations, they're going to look at you or a trusted caregiver. They're going to look at your face and see your reaction. Now, often we take this for granted. They're not as visible as, let's say, memorizing the alphabet. But these milestones are extremely important. So if you see them, if you see that somebody is upset and then they're concerned, they act concerned, or if they're in a new situation and then they look at you and then they take their cue from you, is this a safe situation? How do I act in this situation? Are these safe people for me to talk to? If you see them doing that, those are huge wins in their social and emotional development. And we can encourage that. So look at them, reassure them. And that is going to do wonders for their development. 
And there are also the cognitive milestones. These are milestones related to learning, thinking, and problem solving. At this age, they're able to hold something in one hand while they're using the other hand. That means they're getting better and better at using their two hands separately. Because if we notice for younger babies, they may have difficulties using their two hands separately. So for example, if they use one hand to grasp an object, the other hand is going to move along with a similar movement. But as they grow, they will get better and better at using the two hands separately. So for example, they will hold something in one hand. Let's say they will hold the container in one hand and using the other hand, they're going to take off the lid. Of course, for most kids, this will happen a lot earlier. Remember, we're talking here about the milestones where the majority of kids are able to do something. Now, at this age, when they're two, their pretend play may be more concrete. For example, they're going to put toy food on a toy plate. And then it's very interesting. As your child gets older, you're going to see eventually they don't even need toy food and a toy plate anymore. They may get just a sheet of paper and then several little bits of paper and pretend that that's toy food on a toy plate. And then when they're even older, they may not even need those objects anymore, but they may just pretend to have a plate and pretend to have food and pretend to eat it. So it's very, very interesting to see how kids develop through play. And we learn a lot about kids by observing how they play. Head over to discerningparenting.com. And I have a resource library for parents of toddlers. I have activities that you can do. These are easy activities. And we also have a guide there that I created along with a reading specialist about preparing young kids to learn to read. So head over to discerningparenting.com, sign up for our free resource library, and we can help make parenting a calm and joyful journey for you. Any information available at this podcast is intended for general guidance only and must never be considered a substitute for advice provided by a doctor, therapist, or other qualified medical professional.